Every day is an adventure. It is an adventure. Every day is an adventure with Christopher J. Pratt. Every day is a winding <laughs> road. <laughs> Are we live? Uh, I hope that was so. I hope, that's, I hope that's what everybody got open to is just me belting out a song terribly. Okay. You ready? Okay. Well, fuck. I was fucking born ready, son. Crack. Hi, everybody. Hello, hey, Internet. It, internet. Hey, Internet. <laughs> hey, Internet. <laughs> internet. Said, Hi, everybody. Can I just do that? Uh, welcome to episode 189 of Irish Factory, the podcast where we look at the things that the blah, 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 things that oh, make people on. mad. Hey, can I do that thing? <laughs> sure, Derek. Can you? 189 episodes and haven't fucked it up. Not fucked it up once. Uh, this is the podcast where we look at the things that make people mad online and explain why they are dumb for caring, uh, bringing apathy into your ear holes. I am your co-host, Derek Bolin. I'm your other co-host, Dale Deruta, and we have a special, especially, especially thing that especially. people are dumb for caring. And I really get to wrong, Luigi. <laughs> we just got canceled by Italian. That's okay. I don't think looking at our listener statistics, we are not that popular anywhere, but especially yeah. not in Italy. The diametric for uppity Italians isn't on there. So I think <laughs> we're good. <laughs> so nice. uh, the one thing that especially the internet got wrong and read into too much and cared way too much is the whole Chris Pratt thing. Dale. Yes. Derek. Tell me more about what this Chris Pratt thing was. Did you look into it? Yeah. Oh, I was on the internet when people, I mean, so I saw I was it. on the internet. Good for you. I saw, <laughs> I spent some time on the internet. I saw, <laughs> I saw his post about uh, his wife, uh, yeah. Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Oh, Katie Schwarzenegger. Uh, who, as we all know, is somehow related to Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. daughter. Okay. And also Mary Shriver's daughter, who is a Kennedy. So conspiracy alert. <laughs> one of the reasons that some people think Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris broke up was that he one day wants to get into politics. Wants and everybody knows. Office. And the easiest way to do that is to you hit can't your wagon. Go in. To a Except Kennedy. for Donald Trump. Yeah, you got to hook up to a Kennedy. Are the Kennedys even relevant anymore? I don't know that they're particularly. I mean, when was the last time? I don't know. They, they're still like political royalty. It was like eight years ago. There was like one of the, the Kennedy younglings was like uh, like a state senator. And everyone was like, oh, this guy is going to be the Democratic nominee for president. And then did he, he get got? He didn't even fucking make it out like of the first round of the primary. So apparently they don't yeah. carry as much water as they used to. I think when you after you assassinate the top three who had political aspirations or were in politics, they kind of lose their luster. And people are like, yeah, maybe we're not going to vote for a Kennedy. Just well, I'm also surprised that after that, there would be Kennedys who are still in. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I saw the violent deaths that my mm -hmm. uncles all suffered. Fuck yeah, I want to go into politics. Yeah, that let me try dope. out this politics thing. Yeah, I love getting I love getting shot at when I'm in cars. <laughs> I mean, eventually they got a miss. They can't hit every time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. 
So I saw the Chris Pratt thing and I saw he did this like <sighs> this post about his I read wife. The, I want to read the post. Okay, read the post. I got I got to pull up. I'm going to read yeah, it. Yeah, fuck, fucking so, read it. Re- but wait, we haven't said what wait. people are upset about. Wait. So I want you to guess real time what everybody's upset about. Wait. Well, that's unfair because I already know what people are upset no, about. No, other people. Oh, other people guessing. They, it's like a Laura the Explorer. You got to guess at home. Okay, but you got to read it in Chris pa- in Chris Pratt's voice. Go. I don't know Chris Pratt's voice. Just think like generic white guy. Get but here. kind of like get here. <laughs> Guys, for real. Look how look how she's looking at me. It's a picture of her like gonna. Like just looking at the side just of Chris Pratt's at. head, and he's like looking at the camera, just ignoring her. It's almost like a, but it's not. I mean, find you somebody that looks at you like that. You know, we met in church. Who cares? <laughs> She's given me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put my earbuds in to drown it out. But that's love. She helps me with everything in return. Periodically, I open a jar of pickles. <laughs> like I laugh. <laughs> That's the trade. Her heart is pure and it belongs to me. It's a little creepy. That part. So I'm it guessing in real time. Well, that was a fear. Like it's fucking. It's like <laughs> I possess her heart. Like that's a. She's my property. Yeah. I mean, they met at church. So like she's. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. My greatest treasure right next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck rookie card. Flat joke, Pratt. If it was a hockey card, you would have fucking loved it. Yeah, you would have loved it. Gretzky rookie card. I would be like, oh, that's something people actually care about. Not some do nothing Ken Griffey Jr. who never even won a title. God damn. For the Mariners. Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. Yeah. How much is it worth? Guess how much this thing's worth. One million dollars. No, fuck no. Like five thousand dollars. That's still not wow. bad for a trade. So card. I like my wife almost as much as I like five thousand dollars, and I'm an A-list actor who gets paid over twenty million for every movie I do. But yeah, nice one, Pratt. Well, she's his property, just okay. like the card. He doesn't have to care <laughs> about either of them because they belong to him. She's not his property, just her heart. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Uh, next to my Ken Griffey Jr. Upper Deck card, which, if you know, is saying a lot. It's her birthday in about six weeks. So if you don't get her anything or so if I don't get her anything, I'll tell her to look back at this post. Love you, honey. <laughs> so it's funny because now in six weeks, she's going to look back at the post and it's going to start a fight. You think so? Yeah, because with her, well, she's going to be like, hey, remember when you made this post and the collective Internet shit their mind because it's full of idiots. So at home, what are you doing? I'm waiting for you to to lay your judgment upon us and then I can tell you what I think about it. Oh, I think everybody is fucking idiots for reacting to this post i mean you could get into like the stuff me and you were like weird saying stuff that like sounds like ownership and itemizing and how it's like 
he met her in church, which is just like, what? And his like stupid white guy dumb jokes, which were like, what? And then his apology for the whole thing where he's like, I went for a run and listened to Christian music. Because if you didn't know, I'm a Christian. I like God. Was he always like that? Or is he like born? Because he seems very born. The people who fucking talk about how Christian they are are always the the born again one. He one of the reasons he and Anna Ferris broke up after nine years of marriage was because he loves God and Anna Ferris enough so much because she's a regular person. Yeah. Not that regular people can't love God, but uh, you can't love God enough to listen to Christian music because if you nobody likes Christian music. I used to listen to tons of Christian music back see, in the day. See, tons. Did, you, did you hear what you just said there? You what? said, I used to listen to tons of Christian music. You're never like, I used to like Christian music. You're like, I used to listen to I, well, it. Well, no, I listened to it because I, I liked it. Like there was, uh, so there were these two. Jars of Clay. No, fuck, fuck Jars. I mean, okay. Jars of Clay was the first concert I ever went to because they were like my youth group. Because I grew up okay. Christian. My youth group went to Jars of Clay. But there was, uh, there was a couple record labels back in the day. One was called Tooth and Nail Records. And I yeah. can't fucking remember what the other one was called. But they had like a lot of uh, Christian, like alternative and punk bands on them. Uh, uh like you're just like, like shut up like you didn't no, like I'm it. waiting but i'm like, waiting for these bands that you like uh um, M- mxpx was uh was one okay, of them they're legit they're a chris they're a christian ba- uh five iron frenzy which is a okay, scott punk band uh the oc supertones which were another scott punk band That's uh true. were pretty dope they were christian uh and then there were a bunch of like uh fuck what were they like I was even into like DC talk for a little bit. Like that was like, I know, I know, I know. If you're just listening to this, I made a disgusted face because DC talk sucks. Oh, collective soul. They're no, they're not. They're like, yeah, but they were never like Christian Christian. These bands were like Christian, like they were like, Christian, like you know? didn't drink or have sex with women before marriage. Christian, were they that no, Christian? Mm, I don't. Know. There you go. Uh, I just want to point out that me and Derek both grew up in the church and were forced to go into our mid-teens. I had to go to church till I was sixteen. Till my parents were like, "You don't have to go anymore," and I didn't. Me as well. Derek, went... I was an altar boy. Hey, so I basically I went to church every weekend and like went to the youth group and shit until so like when Dale and I are like cynical about it, it's because we fucking spent our entire formative years growing up in that shit. Yeah. And uh, and now we're just like bitter and jaded uh, mm-hmm. as a result of that. Yeah, because we left the church. Our lives didn't turn out around, but we still aren't willing to go back. So we are qualified to criticize the church. Derek is a Catholic. I was a Christian reformed. Nobody knows what that is. It's just uh, basically a, I don't know if it was right wing, but it was conservative Dutch church where they got upset if they played acoustic guitar instead of just piano. That's how conservative it was. I also went to uh, those like hipster churches that started getting popular in like the nineties that were run oh, by like, like young people. Yeah. But they were like, and they would have like music and like really like modern, like modern music. That was the one. 
uh <laughs> and like people would be like speaking in tongues and mm-hmm. they would like fall over and shit and i want to make it clear i exclusively attended this church because i was interested in the women Haunted. attending this church yeah uh, as a teenage boy i mean god had it right like if he didn't have hot christian girls teenage boys would never go to church because guys never. are like they're like hey do you want to go to church you're like eh, it's kind of boring i'd rather like do anything else on a sunday and they're like but uh this hot girl's gonna be there and you're like okay i'll go football day i'll go watch people speak in tongues and have the most awkward interaction with another human being in my entire life it was Uh, weird anyway back to chris pratt yeah back to chris pratt so i saw the article you posted yeah so people are mad at Chris Pratt because him and Anna Ferris had a uh, a baby together. Premature. A premature baby that was basically like severely fucked up at birth. It and ended in... up not getting enough oxygen to the brain. So it has developmental issues or he does. His name is Jack. And He's he like was like now. he was super premature, right? Like he was born like. Sure. Where is I it? mean, I guess. Uh, he was born with severe brain bleeding, uh, and he weighed just three pounds, 12 ounces at birth and spent his first month in the NICU. Yeah. So what everybody saw when Chris Pratt made this post was they weren't like, ah, he met at church or a stupid joke or, uh, this or that. uh, Her heart belongs to me. It was that he said she gave me a gorgeous, healthy daughter. And everybody's like, whoa, Chris Pratt, way to take a fucking jab at Anna Ferris for having a not gorgeous, not healthy boy. I guess actually everybody wasn't mad about the gorgeous part. They were just read way into the fact they said the healthy, healthy part. part. Which to, like... me, to me, go ahead, Dan. old people like if you're a born again Christian, you're automatically get the soul of an old person because you say dumb jokes and make stupid statements like old people do. And old people, when they talk about a bo- baby, they're like gorgeous, healthy. That's basically their two favorite adjectives for babies is like, oh, a gorgeous baby, healthy boy. Or like, oh, look at that healthy baby when they're looking at pictures and stuff. So I think it was just like his like new old person brain because he's now a Christian just automatically put healthy in there. Well, also how old is, is the baby that he had with uh, Schwarzenegger? I think like a year, a year and a bit. Cause I love like when they're in baby form still, there's not much you can say about it. You can't be like, Oh, this baby's hilarious. Or this baby has a great personality. It's like, you can comment on their appearance and you can comment on their health because mm-hmm. They don't got much else. It's like, oh, this baby <laughs> poops in a great yeah. way and like sleeps all right. But so I don't like a lot of people really read into the healthy comment. I got to like point out that like that kid that he had with Anna Ferris, it's still his kid. He still mm-hmm. loves that kid. He's yeah. still going to like play a role in raising that kid. He's not deadbeat. So I don't think I'm giving Chris Pratt the fucking enormous benefit of the doubt here saying that he wouldn't publicly take a swipe at his own child mm-hmm. I because agree with of too. bad blood with and i don't even know if there's bad blood with like i don't know i have no idea what their fucking breakup was like so no i mean i would watch that reality television show but they they like 
they amicably it says everything I've read. It says they amicably broke up in 2018. Well, they got divorced. They broke up in 2017 and then the divorce was finalized in 2018. Yeah, um, but it, it was like point out the point that Andrea was making in the comments because me and her were talking about this before. And she said, even if Chris Pratt meant something by the healthy thing, he still went through all the stuff of having an unhealthy child with Anna Ferris. So he shared in the trauma. So it's not like he wouldn't feel something. And maybe he is actually relieved to have a healthy baby instead of another like unhealthy baby that has all this like trauma and suffering to go through having it. But I'm, yeah. I'm with you, Derek. I don't think he meant any slight of it. Well, and he, he could even, like, he could say that like without disparaging like it's not like oh this new healthy baby is like way better better than that shitty unhealthy like i think that's a lot of people projecting their feelings mm-hmm. about uh premature babies or uh mothers and fathers or whatever the fuck else is going on there like i don't think it has there was like it's one word in a schmaltzy hokey instagram yeah. post and people are putting an awful lot of weight behind it that I don't necessarily think. Was I bad. think I also think it's offensive to Anna Ferris for them to get this upset about it because it's like, they're all mad that Chris Pratt left because the, the way they view it, it's like Chris Pratt ditched Anna Ferris and then got a new wife, but it's not like he ditched some old woman and got a trophy wife. It's like he made a lateral move for someone else who was Christian that he met at church and Anna Ferris her world didn't end when Chris Pratt left. She was still in that super popular sitcom mom. She has her own like podcast. I don't know if she's still doing that or whatever, but she's like Anna Ferris is fine. She also has a pile of money she can sleep on. So she's not suffering in a life that's Chris Prattless. Well, it's also it's enormously fucked up because this is like, do you know many celebrity couples that haven't ended and then they get remarried to another celebrity? Like, I kind of feel like that's the norm right Mm. now. Uh, And, you know, I'm not going to make any arguments for or against it, but you also look at like the whole fucking John Mulaney thing where like John Mulaney left his wife and now he's having a baby with Olivia Munn. And that's because his first wife was a B word. Dale. I'm not, I don't know her, so I'm not going to weigh in. Okay, I have, I have very limited experience with his wife. I talked about it in a past episode, but John Mulaney was on Cars, Comedians and Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld. And that's like a show with Jerry Seinfeld where he drives around in a car and they go get a coffee. So in this episode, Jerry Seinfeld's like, oh, I heard you moved or something, John Mulaney. He's like, yeah. And then Jerry Seinfeld takes him to a carpet store and it's like, and John Mulaney, and they're just walking around talking like for the show. And then John Mulaney's like, oh, I kind of like that carpet. And Seinfeld's like, oh, you like it? Do you want it? And he's like, well, no, I kind of, I mean, my wife won't let me have it. She's And Jerry Seinfeld's like, what? She's not going to let you have a carpet that you show up with? So Seinfeld buys John Mulaney a carpet. And John Mulaney's wife says, no, you can't have this carpet that, your fucking legendary hero bought you. So get it out of my house. So the end of the show, Jerry Seinfeld's holding the carpet over his shoulder. And he's like, I'm going to give this to somebody. I bought it. I'm not letting it go to waste. Who the fuck has the audacity to say, I don't want that Jerry Seinfeld carpet in my house. Like you have to be the biggest 
C word of a person. Like if, if Andrea came home and she like bought home, like a literal basket of shit as like some nouveau artistic thing. And she's like, my actual real life hero bought this for me. Can we have it? I'd be like, yes, because your hero bought you that. And it'll remind you of your hero who is still in the business and can affect your career if you slight him or her. Or her. So uh, John Mulaney's previous uh, life, Jerry Seinfeld- you had this coming. Didn't Jerry Seinfeld like groom underage girls back in the 90s or something? Wasn't Jerry he, like, that has nothing someone? to do with the carpet he bought. Okay. Yes, when he was in his late 30s, he married a 17-year-old girl. Which was weird. That is when he was at the peak gross. of his fame and nobody fucking yeah. said a fucking, nobody said a thing back in the 90s. Everyone well, that, was just like, was, oh, Jerry Seinfeld, man with a lot of money. That Ooh. was back when there was gatekeepers in the industry and you couldn't make it on your own. So you couldn't say anything to the living legends. This like, was like pre pre-internet. Yeah. One of the reasons people are getting taken down with me too now is it's not me too shit just started. It's now you could still have a career without these gatekeepers. Like you don't need a Weinstein to get you in a movie. You can get yourself into a movie. Yeah. So they just a highly fucking... successful, a self-cast, highly successful movie <laughs> that we see all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, you, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What Sorry. was the fuck? You said something that, Oh, the John Mulaney thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was just going to say that, like, on. I mean, people get, if you were hooking up, if you hooked up with Olivia Munn, like this is going to sound toxic masculine and everything, but wouldn't mm. you dump a baby in her? So she never left you. Was she, so she would be tied to you for the rest of your lives. I am not going to comment on that. I mean, if, if I, I mean, I don't know. I'm going to the Facebook to see how Andrea has responded to that <laughs> in the Facebook comments. <laughs> she hasn't, she said, hasn't anything. said anything yet. I think she, <laughs> I think she turned us. out when I was yelling about John Mulaney and how big of a B word his first wife Like was. People get fucking weirdly invested in these like parasocial relationships with celebrity couples and then they feel like entitled. It's like Anna Ferris is not your friend. You don't have to leap to her defense over an imagined slight that you saw in the Instagram post, Army of Internet Strangers. It mm-hmm. doesn't fucking matter. If Anna Ferris is upset about it, I have to assume that her and Chris Pratt have the kind of relationship where she can be like, yo, Chris, that comment that you made on the Instagram post, specifically the word healthy, really hurt my feelings. And Chris Pratt would say, I'm sorry, Anna. I respect you and I love the child that you gave us. And I have the utmost respect for you. And I'm really sorry for how that came across. And then everyone just goes on living their lives without an army of fucking idiot internet strangers fucking bogging the whole process up with their shitty opinions. I mean, nobody came out and was like, I can't believe uh, Maria Shriver. That's her name, right? Maria Shriver. No, that's yes. her mom. Oh, yeah. It's What's uh, Catherine, Catherine Schwarzenegger. Yeah, Catherine Schwarzenegger. They're like, I can't believe he said she eats loud. Anna Ferris must have ate so quietly and lovely like an angel. Yeah. Like nobody little, misinterprets little that nibbles. one word. Little bunny nibbles. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't have the emotional investment with mm. Catherine Schwarzenegger. To them, That's she's true. the other woman who isn't yeah. Anna Ferris because everyone fucking loved Anna Ferris and Chris Pratt so much. I mean, if I had to pick one of the two. It'd be Anna Ferris. Yeah, actually, I know Andrea yeah. loves Catherine Schwarzenegger because she watches her like video podcast blog thingy because it's all about like pregnancy and motherhood and stuff. I didn't know she did uh, anything. Yeah. Well, other than be Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. 
Well, if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter and Chris Pratt's wife, you have enough money to just do make your hobby your whole life. You like, do, uh, Dale, but do you have your own name? Do you have your own brand? Or are you just a fucking extension of the men in your life? Are you just Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter or Chris Pratt's wife? Or are you a fully realized human being? What's the next topic? What are we talking about now? <laughs> I, was, I was like waiting for that to go somewhere and it just fucking landed <laughs> flat on his face. And I was like, oh, that's that's a great segue. That's um, into whatever. Oh, I know. Let's talk about something. Actually, let's go into something else that's extra dumb. Let's go into our second dumbest uh, topic, and that's Big Bird got vaccinated and Ted Cruz wasn't having it. Mm -mm. So Big Bird posted on Twitter, I guess Big Bird's on Twitter, that he got vaccinated and it hurt his wing a little, but it was nothing to be afraid of. And then Ted Cruz was like, this is propaganda to five-year-olds. Why is this happening? And a whole bunch of right-wing people got very upset that Big Bird was pro vaccine. What do you think? Question. Bird? Yes. If a bird got vaccinated, it wouldn't be in the fucking wing. There's no muscle there. You need the muscle. It would be in like their bird. Like where, where does one vaccinate a bird? I, I would bet cash money. It's if you're listening or watching this and you're a veterinarian, tell me where birds get vaccinated. I'm just fucking Googling it. Where okay, birds. Uh, and then someone else pointed out that Big Bird in the 70s for the measles vaccination did the exact same thing. So there is kind of precedent for Sesame Street characters to be pro vaccine and be bought by the man. Yeah, there's there is uh fucking precedent for Sesame Street characters to be socially responsible as they have been since the show was created. And whatever form that social responsibility takes, whether it's giving a shit about homeless people or buying locally or not littering or it's like that's Sesame Street's whole fucking brand. So why mm. would we be so surprised by them also embracing the socially responsible vaccine that it's socially responsible to get? Ted Cruz, you fucking idiot. I almost feel like Ted Cruz didn't really care, but he felt like he had to say something otherwise just so he could like pander to his followers and stuff. Because if Ted Cruz didn't say anything about this, then people would be like, hey, Ted Cruz, why didn't you say anything? Ted Cruz, why are you silent on this assault from Big Bird, the <laughs> fucking large puppet? Uh, I was I've been reading a lot lately about like the culture war and how uh culture wars happen and how they usually precede like actual literal wars, like violent ones uh, in a lot yeah. of, of countries. And I've just been like, it's been like the, the decline from like the, the what, like probably like late eighties, early nineties to now mm -hmm. where it's like, now uh, everything is a fucking cult. It's a cultural issue rather than a political one. And all of these politicians are getting elected. Not we saw this play out. There was just a, a gubernatorial. I think I said that right. Election. You in, did it sounds wrong, but you said it right. <laughs> in uh, in Virginia last week, two weeks ago, and the the 
politicians now are no longer elected on whether they can serve their constituents and like on like what their policies are. It's that mm-hmm. it's all this stupid fucking culture war bullshit that actually has like, yeah, it might matter to people and they might like, it might align with their values, but it has very little to do with how you actually run a country. Yeah. Um. So we saw like the guy who was elected in uh, Virginia was his, basically his whole platform was, I will not, allow what's that fucking stupid uh thing that people are getting mad about in the states being taught in the oh, school critical race the ra- theory critical race theory and his whole thing was like i will not allow critical race theory in the schools and like people voted for him in droves based on this one issue people that are has... upset about critical race theory man but it's like it's a, like a big thing to them it, it is but it's also a thing that like nobody really understands and that like doesn't fucking matter <laughs> like it doesn't matter yeah. It it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if fucking Big Bird gets up and like tells kids to take vaccines because you're not going to have a five year old wandering into a GP saying Big Bird said I should get my shot. Like that's not something that is ever going to fucking happen. So mm-hmm. why 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 does this matter to anyone? Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with Big Bird getting vaccinated, but it's funny that you brought up that Virginia thing because apparently there were some Democrats for the other guy who sent in people dressed up like the Charles was it Char- Charlottesville, like the Charlottesville people with the tiki torches and stuff. And it turned out they were actually Democrats. Democrat dressing operatives. Up. Yeah. They were Democrat operatives. Like that I, was I the thing it. that happened. And that's just like, so annoying and fucked up. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's all annoying and fucked up. I hate fucking politics so much now. And it's like, mm-hmm. um, Oh, the other thing that just happened was like the U S just passed this, like, uh, historical infrastructure bill yeah to like basically like fix all the shit that's falling apart in the united states because they spend you know a hundred trillion dollars a yeah. year building bombs and shit to like beat the mm-hmm. shit out of other countries and like a fraction of that to like make sure their own fucking roads and bridges are in working order um but it was a vote in congress and it was like uh i was reading an article about it and it was like only nine Republicans broke ranks with the Republican party to vote with the Democrats in favor of this bill. And the reason they did that is because they, uh, they felt that it was better to vote for a package that better served their constituents, even if it meant aligning with like the, the enemy to do it. And I'm like, that used to be fucking normal. Like you used to go into Congress as a senator mm-hmm. and you would vote for the, the the policies and the packages and whatever the bills, whatever the fuck else that benefited the people that you were elected to serve. Even if it was the Democrats or the Republicans, if they if it made the people who you serve lives better, you voted for it. And yeah. now and now we've hit a point where like, fuck, no, even if it even if all the people in my district want that, I'm not going to fucking vote for it because Mm -hmm. it's a Democrat or a Republican that put it forward. It's insane. Like, how are you supposed to govern a country of 300 million people like that when you can't even like do anything that breaks ranks with your party and all your party's principles are based in bullshit culture war shit? Yeah. Like, was there anything like uh, this is the like this infrastructure bill. I heard that at first it was going to be six trillion and then they whittled it down to one trillion. And it one was trillion, because yeah. they're like 
10 supposedly they're 10 years behind on their infrastructure because they're like fuck it we'll just let it go for 10 years and now they're playing catch up but another thing that always happens with this dumb shit is like the democrats will be like this is our infrastructure bill it's for a trillion dollars to fix all the roads doesn't everybody want that but then it'll be padded with a bunch of other bullshit that they're trying to like put through on the sneak tip yeah, because that's just how like that's how politics have to like right now you have to like go around and basically like give everyone hand jobs to vote for bills, even if they make perfect fucking sense. So this you is have the, to, literally like, the only thing you've ever said that makes me want to go into politics. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to you have to give hand jobs. You don't receive the. I jobs. said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but you like, so they'll go around and like to bargain and to get people's assurances that they'll vote. They'll be like, well, can you include this clause that, uh, mm-hmm. you'll build an oil rig and like bulldoze the school. And then they'll like sneak that in. Then by the time With they the fucking like, yeah, like actually <laughs> by the time they actually put it to a vote, there's like hmm. a fucking entirely new, there was supposed to be some other bill they were voting on at the same time. I think that was like social, social spending or something. Uh, and yeah. they took that off the plate entirely and they're going to do a separate vote for it where it will be soundly defeated because Americans hate socialism. Mm -hmm. Let's go. (laughs) But yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, Big Bird and Ted Cruz. Yeah, I just fucking and like this is a thing that like the vaccine is a thing that elected officials should generally be in favor of Mm-hmm. And like Ted Cruz, you know, he's been fucking vaccinated. 100 yeah, percent. Is he still fat or did he get skinny? He got I know skinnier. He got skinnier. But I don't then know if did he's... he get big fat again. I, I know if he he's healthy. Don't facial hair. But yeah, he, he actually looks. Uh, he, he, he looks, looks a m- lot better than he did. Much better with the yeah. facial hair. But, but he's still he's still got some comorbidities that he would have to worry about. So yeah, I hope so he's he, vaccinated. He got fucking and like elected officials should be should be promoting the vaccine to their constituents. Yeah. Like they they should be. Mm-hmm. But for whatever fucking reason. I mean he's in Texas, so he probably has to like on purpose not promote it because of his constituents are probably like, we don't want the vaccine. No, but like, here's how it should work. Even if, even if his constituents, like if you're a leader of something and a bunch of people who you are leading are making the wrong decision, like if you're like standing at the edge of a cliff and you're the leader of the people and they are slowly advancing towards the cliff and you're like, they're like, fuck you. It's my choice. I want to walk off this cliff. You can't fucking tell me what to do. It's bodily autonomy. Mm-hmm. Where's my freedom as a leader of those people, even yeah. if it, even if it pisses them off and even if it loses you votes, it's your fucking job to say, look, I'm going to level with you guys. I know you want freedom. I know you want autonomy. If you walk off this fucking cliff, it's going to kill you or it might just maim you a little bit and it's going to kill other people who follow you. Mm-hmm. Just turn around and head the other way and we'll like, we'll figure out some, some other plan, but you don't have to walk. Like, that's what a fucking leader should be doing. They shouldn't be pandering to the craziest people in their base in order <laughs> to secure votes. Like it's a fucking, I, I do not, I don't know how we have gotten here. 
as a society. Mm -hmm. Like, I have no idea what has caused people to just lose their fucking minds completely. Yeah. And everyone to like fall in line with the craziest people instead of saying, hey, like, okay, this is the way humanity has functioned for like thousands of years is that you band together and you collectively solve problems and you get through that and then you're on to the next one. And now we're just like, well, fuck it. Fuck that whole thing that worked for us for thousands of years. What we're going to do now <laughs> is we're going to splinter everyone into tiny little mm -hmm. micro groups that can scream at each other all day and accomplish nothing. And uh, that's that's how we're going to get through the next thousand years. Let's go. Yeah. You tuned out like halfway through my rant there. I noticed. Yeah. Fuck I, you, I did Dale. A bit. Well, it's because I don't know. It's like fuck you, Dale. I don't know if not taking the vaccine is walking off a cliff, but it's about like, you. I'm not going to say don't get the vaccine or get the vaccine. It's like I, I believe people should get the vaccine, but I could see why a bunch of people don't want to. Like, it's because of all the shit that's gone wrong and stuff. Well, actually, I'd say I'm saying pro vaccine, but I'm not like pro all the like fucking. Ram it down your throats and shit. It's, I don't know. It's like at this point. The people in Texas who aren't vaccinated aren't going to get vaccin vaccinated. So it's like, would Ted Cruz being like, hey, go out and get vaccinated? I don't really think that would help that much. No, but it would at least be something. And that's not yeah. like informing people isn't ramming shit. Like, it's not better. We saw the same thing with the fucking the Capitol riots. Like you had all these Republican lawmakers who were so fucking shitting their pants about losing votes that they had to like carry on this lie that the election was stolen for yeah. for months. Some of them are still fucking carrying it on oh, when yeah. like a leader would step up and say, and we've seen some Republicans do this, be like, look, there's no evidence of this. I know you're angry. I know you're upset. I get it. We'll get them the next election. But instead of like doing this, like just fucking insane lie spreading and fear mongering and like rumor spreading in order to secure votes. And that's kind of what like Ted Cruz should be saying, Hey, the vaccine, I get it. I understand you're hesitant. It's, it's safe. It's effective. It will help keep the economy open. It will help. Yeah. But if they wanted to keep the economy open, they could have just kept the economy open could they have because the economy is yeah. open now and you look at all these fucking businesses that don't have people to work for them anymore and okay and all the supply chain issues it's like yeah it's but like, all the supply chain issues and stuff that's not like there's not enough people to work it's all like bureaucracy that's holding the ships up at the port because they don't have enough people to stack fucking cubes off the ships and they can't stack them a certain height and all this stuff it's because all the stuff has to come through california and california is still fucking extremely locked down so they can't just like get like union workers and they're like doing all this union busting and not allowing people to work if they're not vaccinated and stuff yeah so what's the fucking what's the solution there is that we say you know what Let's let 200,000 people, more people die. That's fine. That is the cost of doing commerce right now. So well, we I'm will... just saying they could have let the economy go through. I don't think 200,000 people would die if they opened up the ports a little more. 
Also, that's not it's not just California. This is like a global supply. Like, I know, that but might be most like, of the supply chain comes through the ports in Los Angeles. That's like it's like a choke point for the supply chain for stuff coming off of ships. For North America. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like basically the reason that nobody's it's not like a late. I've heard it explained as it's not a labor shortage. It's a hiring shortage where everybody's just fucking fed up with their jobs and been like, you treated us like shit and we needed you. And then we took a second and we realized, fuck you, we're not coming to work unless you give us more money. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's, 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 it's like this hard nuance thing that you can't like pinpoint what's the problem and stuff. I don't know. I'm just not willing to say that. Get, I don't know. What, what were we talking about? Well, I was saying, how do we start talking about the economy anyway? Because if people fucking if enough people get everyone's waiting for this, like return to normalcy, that's never going to happen. Well, it's not going to it's particularly not going to happen if you have 45 percent of people in certain areas who refuse to get vaccinated because they Mm -hmm. think it's a fucking Bill Gates microchip fucking whatever they think. Like we collectively as a society we eradicated like measles we eradicated mumps we eradicated people got vaccinated they fell in line they got vaccinated they did it yeah, without but mandates. those things if you got vaccinated for you no longer got them like if you got a ma- measles vaccine you didn't get measles anymore it wasn't like with the vaccine it's like you're getting vaccinated like what they should do is they should be like look if you get vaccinated, you still might get COVID, but it'll be the Delta variant because that's the only one that is a breakthrough because every, like they should just super analyze all this shit and be like, look, the Delta variant is the one that everybody who's already vaccinated is getting. And that's one of the lesser fatal variants. So you should all. And another thing they should say is, yes, there is vaccine side effects, but getting covid gives you those side effects but worse like there's this whole thing where they keep saying vaccines are safe it's like no they're not there is some risk in them but the risk of getting covid is worse than the vaccine because all the side effects you're going to get from the vaccine is from the spike protein they use to make the vaccine but covid has those spike proteins and covid so it's like if you get myocarditis from the vaccine, you would also get myocarditis from COVID, but then you'd have COVID on top of the myocarditis. So the pro- one of the problems is they're not fucking telling everybody all of the truth. So that's why people are hesitant. If they just started telling everybody exactly all of the truth, I feel like some more people would be like, all right, now you're telling us everything and I'll get it. I don't I don't think it will play out that way. Like you look at the people who are still refusing at this point, like the information is fucking out there. Like there is not a shortage of information. Is it out there, though? It's because 100% I feel out like there. there's a lot of pullback and like especially like right now we're getting covid treatments instead of the vaccine, which we didn't get before because they were holding them back because if you had treatment for covid, you couldn't push the vaccines through. So that's another reason. It's like all this shit that they just don't tell you. And they're like, oh, it's safe. The information's out there. And it's like, no, it's not. They're actively 
holding back information and banning people off social media for talking about shit. Like you and me got one of our episodes banned because we talked about masks. Who? Yeah, but who the the information is out there. I can I can Google right now and tell you like you can find all the stats about uh, breakthrough cases of COVID. You can find all the adverse incidents of the COVID vaccine. Like this is all widely available. So there's no conspiracy to like purge the internet of anybody saying that like vaccines are dangerous. Well, there used I, to be. I agree there with used that. To be if you talked bad about the vaccine like a year ago to six months ago, if you talked bad about the vaccine, it was considered men- medical misinformation and it was it, taken off. It depends. What If you're saying something nuanced rooted in fact, yeah. I get it. If you're saying vaccines are dangerous, that's that's bullshit. Vaccine. No, they're they're not safe is what I'm saying. I'm not saying they're dangerous because they're way less dangerous than getting covid. But there still is an amount of risk of side effects if you get the vaccine. Yeah, there's an amount of risk in getting in a car or leaving your home yeah. or not leaving your home or eating food. But I would I would say. And I'll I'll fucking I'll come right out and say it. Eating food is safe. <laughs> even well, though if you're even allergic though to it, you can choke or you can have an allergic reaction or you could get yeah. food poisoning and shit yourself to death or you can get a fucking parasite. Eating food is largely safe. Yeah, but if you like your other example saying car accidents happen, if I were to say driving your car isn't safe because you might crash if you're driving like an asshole and then Facebook and YouTube just take it off the Internet because I'm talking about automobile misinformation. That's bad, too. I don't this is a rabbit hole. I don't think we should go very any further. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, there were there were 10 separate things we just said in that whole segment that are going to get us pulled off of YouTube. Oh, I know. See, that's that's the thing. Like, (laughs) we're going to get pulled off of YouTube for all of this stuff because they're still pulling shit down. Like, just let everybody have it out forever. I don't I don't agree with that. Well, yeah, I guess that's true because people are idiots and this podcast is basically there to just show how people say dumb stuff without thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, but YouTube like, has a like social obligation to like and maybe they they're a little heavy-handed sometimes because they have an al- algorithm doing the legwork, but like yeah. there's a lot of shit out there that that shouldn't be publicly viewable because people no longer possess critical thinking skills. And on that no. note, Let's pivot into noted critical thinker Aaron Rodgers, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, so if everybody doesn't know, Aaron Rodgers was unvaccinated. Um, I don't know. I'm getting mixed signals because apparently he told the NFL and the Green Bay Packers that he was vaccinated. But one of the articles I read said that he asked if he could be considered vaccinated because he was working on his natural antibodies with homeopathy. So here's here's, like that. So here's what happened is he uh, he apparently he apparently had a valid reason for not getting the vaccine. Because that he said he was an allergic. He was allergic to an ingredient. Oh, yeah. That's the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, Mm -hmm. which fine. And he didn't want to take the the Johnson and Johnson one because of uh, there were a lot of like myocarditis, yeah, or health, inflammation or blood clots, something that was like it, that, right? Yeah, yeah. 
for the it was same as AstraZeneca, right? So mm-hmm. there was uh so he abstained from that and what he did instead is he came I think he came to Canada and got yeah. a, a homeopathic treatment designed to increase his antibodies. And then he went back to the NFL and he said, yo, can I, do, will this count as, as me being vaccinated? And the NFL was like, no, <laughs> like, yeah. fuck no, it's, it's homeopathic, which is like a very long word to say does fuck all. So actually Dale, Actually, I have to add a little fucked up thing that the NFL was accepting for this because the NFL didn't demand that everybody get their full vaccination. Like it wasn't that people had to get two shots of Pfizer or two of Moderna or one Johnson and Johnson. They only had to get one shot. And then if they used homeopathic remedies or had the antibodies some other way, they were considered fully vaccinated, which is fucked up. So it's like, yes, Aaron Rodgers was dumb for thinking he could get away with this. But at the same time, the NFL is doing this like halfway. Yes, you're considered vaccinated when you're not fully vaccinated based on your antibodies. And Aaron Rodgers was like, well, if I just have the antibodies, will that work? And they're like, no, no. So that's so, where it like it opens the door for fuckery is what I'm saying. Does it, though? Because I feel yeah. like the NFL was like the NFL was. Perfectly clear, but they were also happy to, like, keep Aaron Rodgers, the whole situation, like swept under the rug mm-hmm. because uh, he wasn't a fucking idiot loudmouth like Cole Beasley shouting about how vaccines <laughs> were bad for you. Yeah. Uh, but that all came to a head. Uh, this week when unsurprisingly the guy with the homeopathic antibody treatment got COVID. So mm-hmm. I guess those yeah, antibodies so weren't basically, as good. He didn't have enough antibodies. Yeah. Um, the other thing too, is it's like, he's not going to get suspended for getting COVID when he wasn't uh, vaccinated, but he is going to get some fines and the green Bay Packers will get fines. So, Another, yeah. And all that was fine. It was mm-hmm. fine that that was the situation. They're saying he might get fines for breaking because uh, there were specific protocols that people had to follow. Uh, unvaccinated players cannot be. What are you doing? <laughs> for those listening, Kate was dancing in the background of Derek's feed. Yeah, wonderful. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, where was I? Oh, who cares? Um, there, there's <laughs> protocols that the NFL has where if you're unvaccinated and you're in a room, say, doing like press at the end of a game, you're supposed to be masked. And Aaron Rodgers was never masked. Uh, he well, I thought he good... was. No, oh, he never he never wore the mask because nobody had any idea he was unvaccinated until mm. this happened. So he was basically like generally carrying on when he was at the practice facility and shit. He was following the protocols. He was masked. Yeah. Um, but when he was doing press conferences, he was not, but he raised a good point around that where he was like, he was like, look, as an unvaccinated player, I'm getting a COVID test every single day. He's like, and I'm sitting here in a room with a bunch of vaccinated people. So Mm -hmm. you have like daily negative tests and the combined with everyone in the room with me has been vaccinated. So why do I have to wear a mask? And I'm like, well, Aaron, that's the one good point you made through Mm -hmm. this thing, because he also went on 
uh, uh, Pat McAfee, who's a, just a sports talk guy. Uh, yeah. he went on his podcast or radio show or whatever, and just like fucking went off about like the woke left and cancel culture and like a bunch of like bizarre shit. Uh, also said that he was like taking, um, taking fucking monocolloidal antibodies yeah he was basically like i'm taking the the joe rogan uh he's like my buddy joe rogan gave me medical advice so i'm doing that yeah so if i'm guessing it was monocolloidal antibodies nad drip which is like a whole bunch of uh super vitamins uh ivermectin and uh there's one other chemical that they take and it's the same one that trump got i can't it starts with an r Respiratol? No, not respiratol. Starts with an R. I can't remember what it is. But um, yeah, I don't know because all the stuff Joe Rogan took after he got COVID wasn't to build up his antibodies. It was to get rid of COVID after he already got it. So I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, whatever. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't know. It's like it's like weird because it's like. What they should do is if Aaron Rodgers got COVID, they should, do they say where he got it from or does he know? No. Oh, because it's like, it's one thing if this guy gets COVID because he's doing fuckery, like going to the strip club with COVID ridden strippers and then he brings it into the locker room and gives it to everybody else. But if it's just like, he got COVID. It got caught in the test. Nobody had like interaction with him after he got COVID. But doesn't don't you have like two or three days so that you're able to spread it before you test positive for it? Is that still a thing with COVID? I don't, I don't know. know anymore. But they should trace to see if he actually gives it to anybody else in the locker room and then give him shit for that. Because like sure it's bad that he didn't get vaccinated then he got covid but you have like say Sidney crosby in hockey he's fucking fully vaccinated his whole team's fully vaccinated he's following all the rules and he still gets covid so it's like on one hand you're like yeah give him all this shit because he wasn't vaccinated but on the other hand you're like well they still get it if you're vaccinated, it just makes it so you don't spread it as easy and you don't get as sick from it. So it's like, I don't know. It's like throwing the book at like, say Aaron Rodgers, even when he had like a specific reason he couldn't take it. I don't know. Cause it's like, if some other guy who was vaccinated, who isn't getting tested every day, brings COVID into the locker room and gives it to other people, what happens to him? Nothing because he followed the, health protocols that are in place yeah i don't know which just it it makes that makes sense to me like if someone like follows and does what they are supposed to do Mm -hmm. it's like it's like if you have someone who is driving a speed limit in the car and they are wearing a seatbelt and through no fault of their own they get in an accident and get injured it's like, okay, you did everything you were supposed to and you still got injured. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Whereas mm-hmm. if you have someone who's drunk and speeding and like snorting drugs and fucking on their cell phone and they get in an accident, you're like, okay, well, we're going to have to punish you because 
yeah, the end result is the same. You both got hurt, but one of you followed the rules and one of you did it. <laughs> so you get I mean, punished. I guess it's a valid point. Yeah, like I, I think it's like and like overall, like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's fine that, that Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated. Like I'll say as like a public figure, he should be he should be vaccinated. I will say it sounds like he made a choice based on like him having reactions to uh, what would happen if he got it? Like, does did he say what his allergic reaction was would be like, is it like fucking like severe? Uh, No, I don't know. I got to assume like just just an allergy. Well, it's like, what if it would kill him? Because it's like. Like with you, you're allergic allergic to penicillin. Yeah. What happens if you get penicillin? Uh, I got like it depends. Like if I eat, there's penicillin in like regular ass bread mold. Yeah. So if I eat like moldy bread, I'll get this like fucked up rash all over my hands and feet. And, like they'll balloon out, and, like swell and fill with fluid and shit. It's pretty mm. fucking gnarly. How long uh, does that last? Uh, usually like a couple weeks. Uh, a couple weeks. Yeah. And then if I ever like if I ever took like penicillin medication, like I took it when yeah. I was a kid, and, like my throat started swelling and like I oh, got shit. all like flushed. And so yeah. I could like potentially just like my throat swells shut and I die. Yeah, I mean, so if someone was like, you have to get penicillin or you can't go to work, I would be like, well, fuck you. I'm not doing mm-hmm. that. So like I get it, but also just just follow the fucking rules. No one's telling them no one's telling unvaccinated players they can't play football. Yeah. They're telling them that like, hey, if you want to play and you want to take part, you just have to follow these rules. Mm-hmm. And uh uh I'm going to quickly it just look looks up like how many of the NFL is vaccinated. It's pretty Sorry. it is it is a pretty low I feel like of the four major sports that would be the lowest. Because uh, I think NHL, the NHL has three people who aren't vaccinated now because Harmonic, 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 Harmonic wasn't, but then he got Harmonic. vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, um, what is it? Oh, it says 94.1% of the NFL players are vaccinated. Yeah. But that's not fully vaccinated. That's just one shot. Because like I said before, the NFL has that stupid rule where if you get one shot and then you get antibodies, you count as fully vaccinated. Uh, Leagues such as the NBA, NFL, and MLS have vaccination rates greater than 90% with the NHL and the WNBA at over 99%. Oh. Way to go, girls. And hockey dudes. And hockey dudes. Killing it. All right. Um, wow. Talked That's a lot it. more. That, that hour it flew for by. Rogers, Rogers, Is that it Rogers? for every we've been we've been here an hour. I've done my time. Yeah. Um, there's a couple more things we could talk about, like that thing that happened in Houston. If you want to. Oh, get yeah. Let's that. talk about that really quick. OK, so Astro World, which is a music festival put on like produced. Uh, Travis Scott founded it. He's a rapper which by the way, I was like, I've never heard Travis Scott's music. So I listened (laughs) to 
his two most popular songs that have over 1.5 billion streams on Spotify. Yeah. I didn't like it. Also, when you say the phrase, he's a rapper, you say it like the oldest, whitest man who ever, you're like, he's a rapper. Well, he is a rapper. Usually <laughs> rappers don't have names like Travis Scott. That sounds like a country singer's name. Usually rappers have names like Little Something or DM. I'm just going to date myself with my yeah, lack of knowing. <laughs> they have names, names like will smith or <laughs> dj jazzy jeff to or... shay dj jazzy jeff's not a rapper he's a DJ. <laughs> shut the fuck up there <laughs> but you know what i mean like there's buster rhymes and little nas and Lil wayne and 50 cent what i'm saying is they don't have a first and last name as their rapper name Thanks for joining in this week for two middle-aged <laughs> white guys discuss rap music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Travis but, Scott, uh, Astro World, rapper, music festival. So they had a 50,000 person music festival in Houston, Texas over the weekend, which I didn't see a single mask in the crowd, but it's outside, I guess. So um, and when Travis Scott came on stage, there was a rush of people to the stage and a whole bunch of people got crushed and it ended up with 800 people dying or not 800, eight people dying. And I think they said something about over a hundred injuries because of what happened. And uh, yeah. So Travis Scott and the people who put on the show are getting sued because the is it the plaintiff or the defendant when you sue somebody? The, the plaintiff is the one doing the suing. The defendant okay. is the one being sued. I guess, I guess Travis Scott would be the defendant twice because he was the guy performing and he's the guy who was the producer of the whole show. So he's going to get double ding for this. But the plaintiff was saying that it was foreseeable incidents that happened and there wasn't caution. The proper caution wasn't taken. Like they were under staff for security members. They didn't have the proper medical staff on hand. And they like another thing there. A lot of people were saying like, cause this blew up over Twitter and stuff. Cause people who were there were posting videos of the mayhem and they're saying like, they didn't stop the show. They should have stopped everything. But then I saw that a police officer said we couldn't just shut everything down because then these people would riot, which he's probably right. So first off, like this is a fucking tragedy and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, definitely thoughts with the, uh, the eight victims and all the people who were injured. Uh, number two, there were I saw. So I went down a rabbit hole on this last night. Oh, and I was nice. watching a lot of like video footage of it and they were like. There were literally incidents where um, people uh, like a girl and a guy climbed up onto a camera platform that was recording yeah. the concert and they're screaming at the cameraman. You need to stop. There is a dead guy down there. And the camera guy is wearing a headset with a fucking microphone on it that he can use to communicate with everyone else in the production. Um, and uh, and he he didn't do that he's he basically like told her to get the fuck out of the way she's like jumping in front of his camera to try and get him yeah. to stop and pay attention to her and he was just like he's basically what they said is we can't stop we're live streaming this show so like the the which is just fucking gross like they mm -hmm. all put 
the the money involved with like canceling this production at a premium over the human lives that were lost. Yeah. And you could tell that in the way what's but up. there. But there was one instance where Travis Scott actually stopped so they could get one guy out. Cause I don't think Travis Scott fully saw what was going on because in one article I read, it said he stopped mid song for like a couple seconds so they could get one guy he could see out. That was like pinned up against the front gate or something. Yeah. But he, even then there needs to be like, there are fucking mechanisms in place for there's not just like one artist on stage isolated from mm-hmm. everyone. There's a whole fucking production team running the whole show. All these people like these shows are like hugely complicated endeavors to pull off. Mm-hmm. There are an entire network of people in communication with each other around the show. I guarantee people knew what was going on. I can't say that Travis Scott himself did, but mm. people knew what was going on and they just like, they made the incredibly callous decision to let the show go on and let these people die or deal with their injuries. And like some of these pe- people might've fucking, like, I'm sure you said it's just one person suing Travis Scott right now. No, it's, it's two people sued. And that's just now it's going to be a lot. More it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Like those are just two of the injured people that have like, like there's people still in ICUs and stuff that are injured from this. And then I imagine the families of all eight people are going to sue. It 100%. might even just be like an automatic thing. Um, and I also saw, I was watching footage and there was footage from earlier in the day at this where there's just like, a mob of people at the fence outside at like the, basically the security gates for the thing who hadn't purchased tickets and they kick the gates down and they stampede in and they like kick the fuck out of the metal detectors. And there's like, there's like two cops on horseback and like two underpaid security guys. there trying to stop this like human ocean of people just running at them. Uh, And it's like, at that point, someone should have said, like yo all these like a few thousand people just broke in like stampeded stampeded this gate we should like put a pause on the show mm-hmm. until we can figure out what the fuck we're going to do with this and yeah you know there was a lot of other shit like when when the stampede happened and people were trampled there were like no fucking clear ways for ambulance or pathways for ambulances to get in there were people like i don't buy the fucking you can't stop a show because people will riot because you fucking people were posting evidence of this all over social media today where like fucking bands have encountered this situation before. Mm-hmm. Well, I've gone to fucking uh, like warp tour and like punk shows zillions of times where like, and punk bands like to, or punk fans like to fuck shit up. Like I'm sure they're yeah. capable of rioting as, as anyone else. And if someone like falls down or someone gets injured, the bands stop the show and mm-hmm. they make sure that like everyone knows that if someone fucking falls down, you help them up. And that's like the number one rule of going to a concert. And they make mm-hmm. sure people understand that. So uh, again. Yeah. It just sounds like they didn't know what they were doing and they threw a concert and they're basically like, what's the worst that could happen. And well, we know like, cause you and me used to go to concerts all the time and there would be like a security officer every three feet at the front. And they were like the whole show, they're pulling people out from like the gate in front of the stands. They're like, they pull you out and they put you aside and then you kind of run around and you go to the back of the crowd. Like that's how they dealt with crowd surfers and people who are getting squished and stuff. And I'm not really sure that they had that sort of 
egress system because there was a lot of people like I was I didn't read as much as you but I read a couple where they're like the way it was set up there was no way to get out once you like got out because there was like they're talking about people who were like they had to climb up on speaker stands or something and just like wait there till it died down yeah yeah and it's fucking trap like all the people who died like I think the oldest person who died was like 24 and the youngest was 14 so yeah, it's terrible yeah. and like a 10 year old was severely injured and like might have like permanent injury from it yeah. and stuff and it's like it's terrible because it's like also if you have an all ages show usually you have even more security to make sure the kids are safe like and it's like i don't know it's just like it just sounds like this whole fu- like fuck up thing like I don't think that they had the proper like all ages show stuff established either. I think they're just like, like you said, they're like, fuck it. Let's make some money. Let's make some fucking money. Hey, yeah. Concert holders. Uh, you gotta, you gotta think about this shit. Yeah. Cause if people die, that's not, that's not good for the old brand. Mm. Yeah. No. Um, Travis Scott did release a statement. Should we read it or is it, it just, Oh, did did Travis Scott release a standard fucking dick sucky statement that? Yeah, he posted it on his Instagram. Oh, good, good, good. I'm sure it took full accountability for <laughs> yeah, for everything said, that happened. I'll just read it. It says, "I'm absolutely devastated by what took place last night. My prayers go out to the families of all those impacted by what happened at Astro World Festival." Houston PD has to- has my total support as they continue to look into this tragic loss of life. I'm committed to working together with the Houston community to heal and support the families in need. Thank you to the Houston PD, Fire Department, and NRG Park for their immediate response and support. Love you all. So that's kind of like, although it is nice to say that he has, he's giving full support for like, um, for them to look into what happened and because there's going to be a huge investigation to this and like on one hand it's terrible that all these videos of people getting hurt and maybe even dying escaped and like we're just put out onto twitter and stuff but at the same time it's good so people could see exactly what was happening and they could find out where like if this what like ultimately they'll be able to find out if the organizers of this concert shit the bed and didn't do all the things that they were supposed to, which it's pretty obviously that they didn't. And it wasn't just these people went nuts. It was probably a little bit of both. What a downer. Yeah, that was, that was a bad choice to end the fucking. Yeah. (laughs) Well, let's go back to making fun of Chris Pratt. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck, Fuck you, Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, cool. Anything else, Dale? Uh, no, that was all that was on the list. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, no, there's nothing else on the list. All right. Cool. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Outrage Factory. Uh, I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can follow me on Twitter at Herder. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. You can follow me on Twitter at SuperDaleBot. You can follow us, which is actually just Dale on Twitter at Outreach Fact Pod, or like us on Facebook at Outreach Fact Pod, or mm-hmm. follow Dale on TikTok at, at Dale the Rooter. Dale the Dale Dale the Rooter. 
not and HVAC like one. us on all of your pod catchers. That's my new favorite term, pod catchers. Yeah, all the things so, that catch your pods. Yeah, catch uh, your pods. And yeah, wherever wherever you do get your podcast, please rate, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends about us. Head on over to Facebook, catch our live streams there every Sunday, or if we feel like it, Monday. Or sometimes <laughs> yeah. we skip entire weeks just just mm-hmm. fucking because. Just because shit happens. Just because shit happens. Sometimes we can't give you the... Uh, sometimes the spice doesn't flow. Nice. From extenuating circumstances. We watched nice. Dune this weekend. We did hey, watch Dune. Let's, let's talk about Dune a little bit just so we don't have to end on death and mayhem. Okay. Okay. Just a couple minutes because I know it's pretty late. It's 8.30. Everybody's got shit to do. We're, get, we're getting up there. But we watched Dune and it was... Fucking amazing. So for the last like 20 minutes, kind of went too long. I still liked it. Yeah. I, thought no, it I loved it. Oh, man. The music was so good. And how and it was just like, I don't know. Hans Zimmer. Visually, yeah. Visually was amazing. Visually all, it fucking like I shit my pants. It was so good. All the like stiff. And it was awesome because it's like if you're, if you're familiar with Frank Herbert, he's like an anthropologist as much as he is a science fiction writer. So in the novel, he talks about the differences between the alien race, the humanoid races and stuff. And in this one, there's three main races. There's the Fremen, the House of Atreides and the House of Harkonnen. And both House of Atreides and House of Arconan and Freeman, I guess, they're all humans, but they all have these different characteristics because the way they evolved around their environment. Like Harkonans are like all bald and big and like gray looking and white because they don't have sun on their home planet. Whereas Atreides look the most humans and then Free- Fremen have like blue eyes from like sucking up the spice and stuff. But they all also have their own technology, like Harkonan ships look one way. And Atreides ships look another way just from like their home worlds and stuff that they grew up on. So was, that part of it was really dope. Yeah, it was fucking it was. Uh, it was real, and I feel like for, you know, the length of the source material, like they did, he did a pretty good job of like making it. Approachable, right? Like, yeah, that's a movie that not just like hardcore fucking dune heads are gonna love but like people who are like completely new to the story uh will enjoy yeah like if you haven't read dune you can go into this and you'll you'll be able to follow what's all going along because i explained it but at the same time they don't skip all the good stuff that you would want to see if you are a dune head like derek said a fucking Um, dune head i don't know exactly where they left off in the novel series like did they get Cause I read the book, but I read it like fucking 18 years ago. So I can't remember yeah. exactly like where they left off. Like, did they finish the first novel or did they, I don't know. Do you know? I don't, I don't feel like they did, uh, but do not quote me on that. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, go see it for sure. Uh, as Andrea said in the comments, Jason Momoa is in it and he whoops some ass in it. He does. Yeah. He does. And uh, yeah. There so, we go. Lighter notes and uh, go watch it. Get your sci-fi boner out. And yeah. And uh, yeah. Go see Dune. And until next week, <laughs> stay angry. Stay angry.